Greetings, troubled listeners. Welcome back to the Troubled Men Podcast. And welcome to Christmas in the Christmas Club Lounge. Yeah. The final show of the season here. I am Renee Coleman, sitting once again in the heart of the Clempire, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, with my co-host. Well, there's tons of holiday spirit here. The original troubled man for really troubled times. There really is tons of spirit in this And future lounge. mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Yeah. Welcome, Manny. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, you, you said uh, you, you, you correctly uh, noticed that we are finishing off the year the way we started off the year. If you recall, yeah. the first yeah. show that we, that we did of, of the year, our guest uh, stood us up. Oh, I don't remember that. So well, that, that was, was in January. Yeah, of this yeah, year? It was, I know. It doesn't seem it? like that was uh, 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 James Ooh. Andrews. James oh, Twelve that. Andrews doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but uh, he wound up showing up the the following week. Well, he so, got arrested that night. Didn't yeah, we're he, we're, we're not like sure that? what happened there. There was uh, no, some, no. I remember he okay. he got uh, he was on his way here. He got arrested for some kind of DUI thing. Hmm. I don't recall that part. Yeah, but, uh, and uh, you know the guy. I don't know. I I don't remember him that much. But he made the mistake. I think I remember because uh, the the next week, um, you know, you get one phone call when you get arrested, right? And I I don't know if he was just confused or just stupid, but he called nine one one. Okay. <laughs> from his jail cell. Yeah. He called 911 and said, uh, these two guys in uniforms put me in this cell. I'm being held prisoner. Yeah, I'm being Somebody held get prisoner. Me out of Can here. you get me out of here? And, uh, and the operator was like uh, four doors away. Uh-huh. You know? But yeah, so uh, he, that was a good show, if I remember. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Once he, he showed out. up, that was a uh, was a yeah. it was a good show. It was a good yeah. show when uh, when he wasn't here, and we did it. And I was also thinking, well, this is kind of uh, the way we started off the whole podcast uh, six years ago, where we're just you and me in your car, parked, right? Yeah, parked on the side of the road. <laughs> right. Yeah. We so, weren't uh, allowed into places then. Right. 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 I was into places. But uh, J- now James Andrews, uh, he was a rockabilly singer. No, no, no. He's oh. a trumpet player. Oh. He's a trombone shorty's older brother, uh, uh, mentored. Uh, oh, oh, uh, I get Troy it. all yeah. around the world as as he was coming up. Um, but uh, but yeah, so we, we've had many guests since then, yeah. uh, and uh, some some really great ones. Uh, finishing off the year with a with a, a run of terrific guests there with that. Angel Trosclair and to Steve Lowry and to last week's guest Jimmy Vivino, who uh, I ran into Jimmy uh, a couple of days after we did the podcast with him, and uh, he said, "Man, I really had a lot of fun." Uh, you know, Manny, uh, I love Manny. Reminds me of one of my cousins. Make sure you tell Manny how much I enjoyed hanging out with him and being with him. So, oh, okay. Well, that's good. Now, I J- he was the wrestler. Uh, no, he's the uh, the guitar player oh, who was okay. there last week. The 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 band leader for Conan O'Brien show. Right. Yes. And yeah. He's a good kid. Yeah. 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 yeah he's a good guy. Yeah. He seemed like a good guy, uh, especially to put up with Conan all those years. <laughs> he's got to be a good guy, you know. But uh, what's going on, man? 
Well, let's see. This past week, uh, the the big event was a uh, benefit for Lynn Drury. Oh, a, a, wow! A What's wrong with him? Lenefit, they called it. Uh, well, uh, Lynn broke her shoulder uh, maybe oh, about a month no. ago. Oh, no. Coming off stage, she played a gig with with a band, not her own band, but a band that she's she's just the singer in. That's a larger group. They had a very successful gig out there in the the country somewhere on a stage. And uh, she's uh, she's coming down the out there in the country. What yeah, is yeah, it's like, like one of these these uh, gigs where they have like some camping. Anytime component. someone says that around here, I just think of that show True Detective. Yeah, well, you it's, know, it's um, out it's there in the country. Probably somewhere. looked about like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, some just, swampy kind of uh, pine yeah. forest kind of deal. Uh, but anyway, she and that's was, where she's from, right? Well, she's from uh, Mississippi, from yeah. Yazoo City, so Mississippi. She's from out there in the country, right? I'm not sure where where part of what state uh, uh, this was in, but somewhere, you know, in, okay. in this general so locale. She fell down because she, she was fucked up. She came off the stage. I'm not sure what the circumstances are, but anyway, she broke her shoulder in several places. It's going to take like six months to uh, to recoup to to oh, heal up. Wow. So we had uh, a big uh, benefit performance. With uh, all the the uh, New Orleans music community coming together at uh, Broadside last last Thursday, and she doesn't it was, have insurance. It was all P. Well, I don't know about that, but she's going to be out of work for uh, for you know six months. So you know she relies. She can't play guitar. Um, with with but a she broken can shoulder, still sing and she's yeah, a but singer, she right? leads the band. She's yeah, a guitar player. I never understood player. that about these musicians. It's always a benefit for this guy or this guy. It's like just get insurance, man. Well, she doesn't have employment insurance. Is what I'm saying. She has. Well, she's got. I I, even, hey, listen, the musicians' clinic can help. I do a benefit for them. Right. Get on Obamacare. Well, you know. Well, well I don't understand these people who you know. It's like uh, I needed someone to fucking make money for me. Anyway, yeah. it was uh, it was. So you worked for free for her. I went and played uh, as well as uh, a whole bunch of uh, former Trouble Men podcast guests: Alex McMurray, Russ Broussard, Susan Cowsill, um, George Porter, Marsha Ball showed up and and uh, played a played a number. Of Papa now she's Molly. from the Newhart Show, right? The uh, Bob Newhart Show, Marsha Ball. Marsha Ball. It's a di- it's a different Marsha. It's uh, 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 Marsha Ball is the long tall piano player from. Uh, like East Texas lives in Austin for many years. Uh, so, sang, how many benefits are you gonna have to do for this jury person, uh, Lynn Drury? So, yeah. uh, anyway, it was it was one. I don't think we're, we'll be doing anymore. But it was a uh, it was a great night. Everybody covering songs, covering Lynn Drury songs. So all these people doing their own their own versions of Lynn songs. And Lynn was there, and she did get up and sing um, with a couple of people. But you know, she's she's unable. She'll to probably perform. never be able to play guitar the same way again. Oh, that's the thing. Well, hopefully, that's not true. You know, that's the thing about it because you get older she's what in her 70s uh, no 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 she's she's younger than us manny oh okay so she's in her 50s yes i believe so. Oh, okay so yeah that, so hopefully she's she's in good shape hopefully she uh heals well, she's back. in good shape now because she's got all that money well i mean uh you know she's she's out of work is, is the point but uh hopefully this they were able to raise some money to uh to pay her know, rent to pay her rent, yes, uh, keep her in groceries and all that sort of thing while she's uh, while she's recuperating. So, but that was a, a heartwarming event. Uh, one of your f- favorite guests, Doug Belote, was there. Um, you always mention him. He was like one of the last guests that we had, or maybe the last guest we had before the COVID shutdown. 
Now, he is the gay banjo player, No, right? he's the drummer. He's uh, straight, I believe. Uh, drummer. Oh, that's uh, right. Who plays on gay cruises. Um, no, no, no. That's uh, He wasn't on that cruise. Uh, you were on that cruise. I was cruise. on that cruise. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You're confusing him with me. Oh, okay. I was on that cruise. So anyway, so that Doug was... Doug Belote was there. Uh, and uh, Jonathan Fralick, Glenn Hartman, who, uh, who just became a rabbi this week. Uh, so shout out to Jonathan, to uh, Glenn Hartman, Mazeltov. He's the uh, the accordion player with uh, Klezmer All. Now, what does that mean for him? He's a rabbi. He well, can he marry com- people. Completed his his uh, course of studies in the you know rabbi know. school. In the rabbi school. Right, okay. right, right. So I don't know if he. I, don't, I don't, I'm not sure he's looking for a. So he gets uh, to cut in line, basically. Well, Is that I don't it? Know. I don't As a know. rabbi, I'm not sure. You know, he's he definitely has the knowledge. That's the. Uh, Okay, that's, that's the that's the deal. And he gets to wear the uh, the 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 yarmulke backwards. Well, you can't tell. It doesn't have a bill on it, so yeah. uh, you know it's a, it looks the same backwards and or forwards. He gets to sit on his yarmulke. I don't know. I don't. I don't know why would you do that, but. Uh, um, so, well, you know, I saw another uh, Trouble Men guest was in the news. Did you see the big article on Keith Duncan? Yes. Uh, great artist Keith Duncan has a, uh, like a 90-foot mural. Yeah, I know. I, I knew about this like six months ago because Keith okay. and I talk to each other pretty much every week. Okay. And he told me about this like months ago, and he seems happy about that. Keith is a happy guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I love his uh, laugh. Yeah, he's, he's got, got a, a great he's laugh. Got and Motley he's got that laugh. thing on the, the mural there at the, uh, what museum, the, uh, the, the Ogden Museum? Yes, Ogden Museum of yeah. Southern Art, something yeah, like that. It's on the back you know, side He of it. needs the money, so that's a good gig for him. Yeah, it's a, a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of visibility there. Yeah, yeah, and it was a good story about him. And, yeah, really nice article. Yeah, I talked to him about a couple weeks ago, and uh, he was all happy. And then about six months ago, he showed me pictures of the beginnings of that mural mm-hmm. and he says this is what i'm working on now and so i bought it so i bought it and uh once they're done with it it's going to be in my backyard oh wow yeah it's, uh, it's going to take up a lot of space it's like 90 feet tall yeah i know well the neighbors won't like it but it's cool okay you know so, yeah, he's a good kid, and uh, we should have him back on the show sometime. Yeah, it's so. been a while. Yeah. Yeah, because we're running out of guests, well, aren't we? <laughs> no, no, we, we, we still, I mean, you know, there's, there's plenty of people that would love to come back on, and, uh, you know, we can we can have some of them back on. It's A lot has gone by in the, the five or six years since uh, some of them were on. But, uh, you know, we were still finding new guests. This was by choice that we didn't have a guest this week. I thought it would be... Good to what about uh, clear next the week? Books. Um, yeah, yeah. If you can do a show, we we will have a guest for next week. Who's that going to be? Uh, well, I'll let you know <laughs> a few days ahead of time. I'm uh, always okay. waiting to see if you're available for a show. Sometimes and and uh, but we will we will book a guest okay. for uh, be our first guest yeah. of what is that 2024. Oh, all right. Well, no, next week. Yeah, 2024. It will be coming out in 2024. Yeah, this is our final show. Yeah. For, Oh wow! Look, we got some people in here finally. So the bartender has something to do besides listen to us. Yeah, one or two people here. It's uh, it's picking up. Yeah. What else is happening, man? I don't know. I I see this uh, this uh, Biden poll. They have a poll. Biden is down to like thirty four percent approval rating. And uh, that's you know a year out from the election. Yeah, he's done, man. 
The well, guy's done. Well, you know, I, I see, <laughs> I, I, I see a lot of uh, former uh, Biden voters who come on television. I guess since these polls came out, uh-huh. and the reporters are asking them, "Well, so you voted for Biden last time? Uh, will you vo- vote for him again?" And they, they, uh, so many people say, "Well, yeah, I voted for him." And, you know, I really thought he was going to do all this stuff, and he only did some of it, so I'm not going to vote for him again. I yeah, think, well, well. The people, that's how politics works. You don't get to, yeah. he's not a, not a uh, king, not but a dictator. It doesn't get to. This is an instant gratification culture we live in. Man, oh, man. So, like, what's your alternative? You're going to vote for uh, 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 Robert, Kennedy. Robert Kennedy? I mean, yes. throw your vote away. You vote for Cornell West. You vote for Trump. I, or just don't vote at all. You're just, you're, you're, you may as well vote for Trump if you're going to do that. Well, I have no idea. I, I just think. Uh, uh, Biden. I mean, he's just so fucking old. That guy. It's just right. Like, if he does get reelected, he'll be you know doing policy from a coma bed. You know? Well, I mean, he's he 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 moves slowly, but he he. I, I don't see him making a ton of terrible decisions. And this is a binary choice. You you don't have uh, you know whoever you want. You have Trump and Biden. That's who it's going to be. So, yeah. you know, if these I young people, the, the old people, whoever it was, they, they, uh, Biden is not uh, left-wing enough for them, well, stay home or vote for some, some wingnut, and I hope you enjoyed having Donald Trump as president, because then you will have him as president again. I think he's going to win again. I well, really then do. all these people can whine and complain, well, and, no, here's the and thing. I will here's say, well, deal. who here's did you vote deal. for? Yeah, well, you can vote, you can vote, and you can vote. And I think even if people who voted for Biden four years ago vote for him again, I still think he's going to lose. Because I think, here's the only problem, is that, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, when I started voting, (laughs) um, you know, if your guy lost, he just said, okay, he lost. We'll try to change it in four years. And But nowadays... People get angry because their candidate lost, Republican or Democrat, and then violence starts. So why don't people just realize this, this culture today, the people, the youth today are the people, they can't just accept something. Okay, listen, like you say, your vote, go and vote, go and vote. And if your guy doesn't win, then four years from now, we try to get the guy you want to win. Right. You know, but what's going to happen Biden wins or Trump wins, there's going to be violence. There's going to be tons of violence. And like Rodney King said, you know, why can't we just get along? You know, just get along. Take it. You know, it's like, listen, I'm a huge sports fan. I root for my teams. They lose, I get upset, but there's always next week. You get over it. Yeah, you get over it. There's the next game. You know, there's some games that I can't get over because, you know, you feel that you got ripped off. But, I still get over it. You, you, what choice do you have? I yeah, have yeah, no choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you have so, to. But the problem now with our society today is that in any election, in a councilman election, a governor's election, a senator's election, this fucking shit, this is the problem right here. This thing right here. <laughs> the telephone, here. yes. Yes. The internet is the problem. This is the cause for all the ills of society right now. Yeah. So people are sad when... Gates and whoever died and stuff, they're the problem, you know? So don't get upset. Just do the, try to do the right thing. 
and try to, you know, uh, get along with people. There you, you go. Know? Or, like me, I really don't care for people, so I stay inside. Stay away from them if I you can't get along. I stay away from them. Right, right, you know? right, right. Anyway, so I'm going off on a tangent there. That's okay. It basically comes down to two simple words. Who cares? Okay. That's what I, you know, okay. I don't really care. All right. You well, know, we'll my see. life is uh, a doldrum, win or lose for whoever I want. Right. I, uh, I I can't even get the can opener to work. That's the way it comes down to me. <laughs> I tried to make a tuna sandwich the other day, and I couldn't get the can opener to work. So huh. I got bigger problems than, you know... Uh, who's the president? You're yeah, who's to, the president? The, and, the tuna can opener. Yeah, sure, I can't sure, get sure. the fucking can. And I love tuna. Yeah, I don't mind tuna myself. I love I like tuna. It, tuna melt. I make really good tuna melts. Okay. You know, now, I, now, do you put mayonnaise in the tuna? Uh, a little bit, okay. I do a little bit with the red onion and the uh, and some hard boiled eggs and mm-hmm. celery. But I like a spicy mustard. Oh, really? I like a spicy mustard. Like a brown mustard in the. Uh, in like the, a uh, poupon. Okay. Poupon mustard. Mm-hmm. Right, I like right. that because uh, it reminds me of my youth. Hmm. The poupon. Okay. Uh, you know the poupon. Uh-huh. When I was a young man, I used to love the poupon. Okay. And right. I don't know what poupon. That's a French word, right? I guess so. Poupon. Uh, gray poupon. That's yeah, the, that's gray that, poupon. That, that, that what was that commercial that uh, back in the 70s and uh, 80s right. uh, where those Guy. two Rolls Royces uh-huh. would pull up next to each other? <laughs> Windows roll down. And they'd say, do you have some poupon? Some gray poupon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, some yeah. gray poupon. Right, right, right. I've run out of poupon. I love my poupon. <laughs> <laughs> you like yeah. that word. I love the word. Just like I love the word Jumanji. Sure. I remember when I first Jumanji. met you, you would use that, that word. Uh, yes. Jumanji is a great word. And you'd say and something Poupon. about, you'd say something about, ooh, that's a googly. That's a googly. <laughs> well, googly is a great word. But that's a British word for uh, that game they play. What do they play that Cricket? game? Cricket? Cricket, yeah. Right. But you wouldn't use it in that sense. No, 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 no. I would just use it, it in like a sexual kind of thing. Uh, Okay. Yeah. The googly I wasn't, man. Wasn't yeah. sure what, what that was. She pulled the googly on me. Right. Yeah. Right. I pulled the googly on her. Mm-hmm. So where's our guest tonight? We don't have a guest. No. 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 It's, oh, the we guest, don't have it's a guest. Just, just, oh, just you right. and me. No, we're not. I, I, I put that there in case uh, Dave Clements came in. Oh, Maybe we'd yeah. uh, query him about the uh, yeah. the state of the Clempire or yeah, uh, you know uh, somebody else. But uh, we don't. Dave's we don't. not well. Well, he was here, but then he had to had to go yeah. uh, fuck off to do something. He may yeah. be back, but we, he's a vampire, dude. Okay, well, he's uh, he's he's definitely uh, maintaining his his youthful appearance like a vampire. Yeah, I you think know, he well does into that. his uh, his reclining yeah. years here. Yeah, I, yeah. Anyway, so um, well, so we have Christmas uh, right, you know, right here, and next day or so, you have Christmas plans, Manny. You have. Uh, uh, n- no. I, now, did no. you say you had a tree this year, or you skipped no, the tree? No, no, we're not doing the tree because uh, one of the highlights of this year, uh, you know, speaking about the year in review, mm-hmm. one of the highlights this year is that my daughter moved out. Right. Yeah, and uh, so uh, immediately after she moved out, we changed the locks. <laughs> okay. So uh, <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever see her, but you know, it's Christmas. She'll probably come around for the. For my usual, you know, the gift that I give her, mm-hmm. which is money. Mm-hmm. So we'll see uh, if she comes by. Um, but no, we don't. Do- no, it's been really good. We're not doing any of that shit. No tree. 
I think we just uh, we pulled out a few stockings, and um, and uh, that's it. Now, okay, it's, it's it's good. I mean, once the kid moves out, you save so much money, man. Sure, sure. Well, but you miss them. Uh, yeah, but uh, you know, time it. time marches on. Nothing nothing lasts forever. So you know, you right? Yeah. Enjoy those things. Uh, yeah, when, she'll when, be while back. Going on. She'll be back saying, "Poppy, poppy, give me something, give me something," mm. like she always does. Okay. You know? she's a good kid. Yes, though. Yeah, 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 she yeah, seems yeah, to be yeah, all right. Sweet girl. Yeah. Um, uh, so I might see her. I guess we'll see her this weekend. I have no idea. I don't have any plans. The only plans I really have are. Um, on Christmas night, we've been doing this for about, God, 10, 12 years now. On Christmas night, we go over to our friends, uh, Adrian and Caroline, and, and they have a dinner party there, and it's uh, it's a great little thing, and we're going to do it again this year. Okay. And um, they're not much, you know, they just like to have people over. I don't know. They don't even have a tree. Mm-hmm. They don't have stockings. They like to show pictures of their vacations. Though, oh boy, that which can... is cool. I like. Oh, you like dig that? It. Okay. Yeah, people don't do that anymore. No, it's like a slideshow. It used to be a thing. You'd go to a party and people would uh, pull the slideshow out and right. make you sit through all the uh, yeah. tiresome photographs and then you of can their make vacation. Fun of it. Sure, and, you, know, right, you could right, find. Right. You know, funny things in the picture, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, the car on fire in the background <laughs> or something like that. Sure. I don't know. Right. You know, but they like to do that. And they're good kids. All you right. Know. Uh, well, I guess uh, we're going to, we have our reservations at the Chinese restaurant oh. on, uh, on Christmas Day once again. Oh, the, and what Chinese restaurant is uh, that? Well, I'm not going to mention any names because oh. uh, I don't want to. I don't want to make a target for it in case uh, uh, any any uh, nefarious listeners out there want to want to target the uh, Jewish community. But uh, but yeah, we'll be we'll be there fellowshipping and uh, having some Chinese food there. Uh, and this is Christmas Day. Yeah, yeah. Usually Christmas uh, Day. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because okay. it's one of the only things that's open on Christmas Day is Chinese restaurants. Well, no, there's a great article today in the paper about how many restaurants will be open on Christmas. Oh, really? I didn't see that. There's a booyah base of different types of restaurants. Uh, Okay. There's lots, a lot of diners that are open and uh, Italian restaurants that are open. That's nice because not everybody has, uh, you know, a big family event to go to, you know. It's nice nice for these uh, people that are on their own to, to... have somewhere they can go and be around some other people if they care to. Yeah. Well, if we're up to me, I wouldn't go anywhere, but I get forced to go to these places. Like, remember this the other week? I, w- I saw you at uh, Monica's house. Cause right. I was forced to go there. Yeah. Because she gave herself a birthday party because no one else would. Right. Now, that was uh, the one place I've been this season where I walked in and they had a big tree, big Christmas tree. Now, the first time of the of the season that i that i see a tree in somebody's house i'm always shocked and surprised because they they're big they take up a lot of room and you if you're not used to seeing one you walk in you're like whoa look at that boy that's uh wasn't expecting that well she's a lonely person and she needs <laughs> all the uh all the attention she can get in a, of a tree and is it a real tree or was it an artificial tree? i think that was a real tree you know really? it's like yeah yeah one of those uh waxy kind of furs or something like that i don't remember the tree yeah it was there we were uh we were sitting that. in the room with it for, for a i little remember bit there. though the chili 
She made some kind of vegetarian chili. Uh-huh, you like the chili? No, I didn't care huh. for it. Uh, other uh, other people I heard say uh, good things about it, but I didn't have any myself. Uh, it was a, some kind of vegan chili. It seemed mm-hmm. too sweet for me. Hmm, really? Yeah, it was just kind of too sweet. And I think I got there late because there wasn't that much left. Oh, okay. You know, um, so anyway, yeah, she's all right. She'll get all, She'll be okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, something that's been going on, I haven't mentioned it in the show, but uh, 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 I blew an engine in one of my cars. Oh, you have, you have many cars? Well, I have several cars, three cars total, one for my, that I share between my children. My wife and I each have one. So one of them... Uh, the, so the family car. The, one, one of our family cars, the, the engine was blown. So now I'm in the, the position of having to go car shopping. And uh, so I'm I'm looking for a car like a slightly used car, you know, something like what you got, you know, maybe like a year old, ten thousand miles, something like that. Well, my car's brand new. Oh, was it? Oh, okay. I, I thought, bought it right off the dealership. Oh, okay. It's brand new. Oh, okay. All right. Well, so I, I was confused. I thought you had uh, gotten like a no. It's it's actually like the program first car or something. Brand new car I've ever bought in my life. Okay. I love now, that car. Now, when you go in to buy a car, you do a lot of haggling with the with the people, or how do you prepare? Do you know, have an idea of what the blue book value of the car is ahead of time, or, or are you? Well, just... the blue book value is for something you're trying to trade in or buy well, used. Uh, you're looking for a used car, right? Perhaps uh, slightly used, or or perhaps new but i you know i think really uh the way we keep cars for as long as we keep them it's it it's makes much more sense to uh you know get something where somebody else has taken the hit on that that first hundred miles of depreciation which is the the steepest miles a hundred thousand miles no first hundred miles that's Uh, the most expensive depreciation on your car is is from going from seven miles or whatever it shows up when you uh, get it on the lot to you know the first the, the first bit. If you get something with 10,000 miles, you've somebody else has already taken the hit on the, the Well, the you could do those Carfax things. You know, right, you can right. see if the car's ever been in an accident or sure. stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I mean, growing up in, in Los Angeles, I used to buy cars from little old ladies from Pasadena who mm-hmm. didn't drive for the last 30 years of their life. And right. You'd, you'd find really great cars that way for very cheap. Now, today's world is different. Now, if you're looking for... I don't know. If you're looking for some kind of good used car, the best way to do, I think, and we've done this before, is to go to like places like Hertz or Enterprise, mm-hmm. and they'll because a rent a car after twenty five thousand miles, they got to put it. To, they they can't rent it out anymore, uh-huh. so they sell them. Right, and. That's a good way to find a car. It's hit or miss because, like, Marion went there uh, back in 2009 or 2007, and she got this because our baby was born, and so we needed to get a family car. And that we still have that car to this day. Yeah. We still have that well, car. That and it, run, it's, it runs amazing, and we gave it to our daughter. There you go. We gave it to our daughter, so she's driving it around. Uh, now, I tried to do the same thing back in 2013, and I ended up getting like uh, a lemon. Really? Yeah, the Dodge Dart that I had hmm. uh, for the first couple of years, it was just okay. And then the last few years, it was just like, oh god, I got to get rid of this car. That's why I decided I'm going to go and buy a brand new fucking car. 
with, and they gave me all the nine yards with the warranty. So I right. bought a 2022 Jetta, mm-hmm. and I love this car. Nice. This car, I, you know, I've only opened the hood once. Yeah. <laughs> just to look at it, because it's so clean under the hood. Uh-huh. I only, I just opened it once. And it's just like, this is a beautiful fucking car. And the guy at the dealership, because I traded in my Dart, which was... <laughs> Which was dying when I pulled it into the lot. <laughs> I mean, it died basically, and they gave me seven thousand dollars for it. Oh, okay. Now, would, would the the experience with the Dart would that cause you to shy away from American cars in the future? Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. But the funny thing—it's funny that you mentioned that because the the car dealer, when I was looking at the Jetta, and I said, "I this car looks good." Good. He goes, "Man," he goes, "Mr. Bruno." He goes, this is a German car made by Mexican women. Right. <laughs> and it's a perfect car. And so far, it has been. I mean, even, even the streets of New Orleans hasn't fucked this car yet. 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 Right. Yet. I, I say that yet. Because, you know... You start hearing things after the potholes, after hitting this. Yeah, you hear rattles. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Not yet. Okay. Well, good. Not good. yet. That's, so, that's, uh, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, good luck. I, I, so, where are you looking? Are you looking at... Well, I'm going to up? look at like a Toyota dealership because the dealerships have a similar thing where they'll they'll have a car that they use just within like a loaner car for people right. and, and they'll turn them over sometimes with like... 9,000 miles on them or something. A year right. old, 9,000 miles, you know, well-maintained. That's that's like I- ideal. So, well, you know, look at Toyota, Nissan, you know, a f- few, few uh, makes well, like all, that. The thing is, it's it comes down to is what kind of note do you want? You know, that's the thing that comes down to it. Because the insurance, if you're going to have three cars insured, and I'm sure you're paying for the insurance for all three cars. Oh, yeah. Cars. Yeah. Uh, you got to look at you know, that's the thing, because cause, cause that dart I got, the note was really cheap, but it was like like a seven-year note. Okay. You yeah. know, it took me forever to pay it off, and then so finally it died. Of, kind of optimistic. Yeah. That, uh, you're gonna even the, note I have, the note I have for this brand new car is a lot more, but it's going to be less. And the deal was, is I've got a nine-year warranty. If anything happens to this car... For the next, and I've only owned it a year now. So for the next eight years, anything is covered. Oh, nice! Tires, anything goes tires. wrong. Tires, tires, anything cow, goes wrong wow. with this car. Bumper to bumper, huh? Yeah, wow, crazy. Eight tires, you know. In fact, uh, they called me up about four months ago and they said, "Oh, well, this is kind of scary, you know, because everything's so computerized." They said, "Oh, uh, your car, there's a, there's a chip that's gone dead on your dashboard that we need to replace." And they know that remotely. <laughs> yeah, they knew that. I was like, <laughs> that is a little creepy. Okay, so I brought it in. They gave me a loaner car for the day, which was this amazing car, you know. And they said, after, I drove it off the, this loaner car, drove to work. And I was so, I go, man, I like this car, man. Yeah. This car is really cool. And uh, they called me about two, three hours later and they said, oh, your car's ready. I go, well, no, it's not. No, I, I, I'm enjoying this car now. They go, no, your car's ready. And I said, oh, fuck. So, yeah, so they, they know everything. You know, they, they, they have these, like, uh, these little fucking sensor readers or whatever. They, like, right. And they just put them under your dashboard. Mm-hmm. 
and they collects all the data. It on the, collects uh, everything uh, on your car. Uh, what error codes fucking, and what you're listening to? What you know? Sure, you sure. Know, who you're screaming at and uh, <laughs> who you're honking the horn at? And they they just know everything about it. But I don't know. I, the only advice I would get is uh, to give you is uh, drive it. Just drive the car. Yeah. yeah no, and, I've, I've and drive cars. it if you're going out to the burbs. Those say no because I did. The, I made the mistake of not doing this with my Dart. It was like I drove a test drive around Metairie and and Kenner. Mm-hmm. I said, "Well, I live in Orleans Parish. These roads are different." <laughs> Can I you drive want to go it? Drive it back to New Orleans. <laughs> drive it back to New Orleans and see how it feels then. <laughs> then I'll come back and see if I'll sign on the dotted uh, line. You know, um, I don't know. Cars are tough. I mean, it's it's a lot tougher these days than when we were kids. Well, anyway, so that's that's what I'm going through. But uh, um, well, there's there's a, a a news item I saw that I wanted to oh, mention. It kind of goes along. This is a a, a running theme with the Troubled Men podcast uh-oh. since the very beginning. Um, this is a story about the the Vatican Bank, and uh, so they they've had this uh, big long investigation into uh, some investments that one of the cardinals who's in charge of of the some portfolio Vatican portfolio. I guess they felt like he had made made some risky investments and lost some money. And so they, they had this uh, bank fraud trial and he was convicted and sentenced to six years of prison time. Thinking, wow, the Vatican's really, really serious about, uh, about the, these, these money crimes. And I was thinking that's very funny because at the same time, like the New Orleans Archdiocese has, uh, you know, they, selling they, off property. They file, well, first they file for bankruptcy. They're yeah. trying to uh, 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 skirt all the, this huge judgment from all these uh, yeah. uh, sexual abuse victims yeah. that they have. And uh, they're not really concerned about that. So I was thinking, gee whiz. You know, with the Catholic Church, you can fuck kids. Just don't fuck with their money, you know? It's, well, it's, fuck it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're, they're fine if, you know, fucking with the kids. But, uh, man, don't fuck with the Vatican's money because they right. well, get Now, this serious. guy who got six years, was he an Italian guy or was he an American? I think he was an Italian cardinal. I can't remember what his last name was. But, uh, yeah, he was in Vatican City that this was going on. Well, didn't on. the Pope just yesterday say that gay marriage was okay, but... There was a butt to it. Right, right. Well, yeah. he didn't say gay marriage. He said priests are allowed to bless oh, a, yeah. a a gay union. A gay union, yeah. And so I heard heard someone say, "Well, that's great. Now we're we have the same uh, the, the same benefits as a pet." <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and then somebody else said, "Well, at least it's a, some incremental progress." So. Well, yeah. No, the fucking so. ca- fuck. You know, fuck the Catholics, man. They're just they're so fucked up, man. You know, it's all about money and sex oh, and rock. God. And you would if they would just throw rock and roll into it, then they'd be all right. Right. Know? Right. Right. You know. But uh, no, the, the whatever. All right. I don't even don't get me started on that sure. shit, man. Well, I have uh, one one more news item, and then maybe we'll take a little break here. Okay. Um, but uh, this was a news item in the in the paper yesterday. Uh, apparently, a teenager was convicted of uh, fomenting a plot to commit a mass shooting at a synagogue. And, oh, uh, here, here. No, in no, somewhere else, maybe Ohio, somewhere, oh, somewhere else yeah. in the country. And uh, he he was uh, maybe pled guilty. He was uh, sentenced to one year probation, and he had to write a book report. 
<laughs> How old was this kid? Uh, he was uh, like a 13, 14, something like that. Oh, okay. But uh, still, you know, a uh, year of probation. Yeah, you're threatening to, to shoot up a synagogue. Detailed plans, had uh, you know, a schematic, a map of the whole thing, and a year of probation and a book report. So what was uh, the so. book? Uh, it was a, a book about uh, some uh, Moby Dick. Some guy, no, it was some guy who had, who had uh, acted in some heroic manner during the Holocaust. He'd saved some Jews. Uh, it was a biography of this guy, so he had to write Schindler. It, it wasn't Schindler. It was uh, somebody else who I'd never even heard of. But uh, yeah, I guess so I, I hope it's a good book report because. Uh, well, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so they a thirteen year old. So they basically slapped him on the wrist. Yeah, 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 know. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, but, but was he a gun owner? Did he have uh, availability to weapons? Well, they didn't get into that. I'm okay. not sure if he had uh, what what, the, what kind of arsenal he had. I mean, he hadn't actually yeah. gone anywhere. They they discovered it before uh, when it was still in the planning stages. All right. So, well, they good. They stopped this kid, and maybe you know, maybe he'll turn a new leaf. Maybe and, so. Uh, maybe so. You know, uh, bomb a uh, you know a Presbyterian church. Okay. Maybe so. Know, all right. Or I the Mormon Tabernacle. Learn his lesson. All right. All or right, maybe he'll join a punk rock band and be famous. I have no idea. Sure. Who, Do you know this kid's know? name? Uh, I don't. They didn't uh, publish his name as a, as a minor. They didn't put his his name there. I bet it was Harrelson. Okay. I don't know. I, I no <laughs> it's a, a wild stab in the dark, but perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so we're going to take a break. Uh, yep. You people know what to do, so do it. Come back, little baby. Come back to our wet bar. It's still here, but you're gone. Why did you go away? Why did you take our wet bar? Happiness? of our life don't you love me like you used to do so i got a drinking problem what's new couldn't we work it out couldn't we have a drink or something couldn't we have another drink why do you hate me Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Yes. I am Renee Coleman, sitting here in the Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge. And uh, I mentioned last week that uh, we had had some correspondence here at the bar where, uh, you know, we always tell the listeners we have the, the PayPal and the Venmo link and the show notes if they yeah. want to support the show yeah. and the, the Patreon page where our patrons uh, support us uh, uh, week in and week out. Well, uh, 
here's a guy who this is only the second time this has happened where somebody sent us a piece of mail at Snake and Jake's. Oh. And it's, uh, it says Snake and Jake's uh, Christmas Club Lounge. Uh, attention, Renee and Manny, Trouble Men Podcast. And then uh, yeah, I open up that letter. I mean that that envelope, and it's a uh, it's a letter here, a card, Christmas card or holiday card rather. It says. Uh, Dear Manny and Renee, I wanted to write and say thank you for doing the Troubled Men podcast. It's one of my faves, and I love when it comes out. Also, Merry Christmas and Happy Hanukkah. Please accept these humble offerings. The California track postcard is for Manny. So it's a oh uh, Hollywood is that Hollywood Park? Uh, yeah, Hollywood Park uh, racetrack. Okay. Oh wow, thank you. That's nice. And then uh, he's very very thoughtful. Not there anymore. Oh really? Oh no. Okay. Well, he's very thoughtful, and he says uh, the New Orleans courthouse is for Renee, and he says uh, he loved hearing about the contested speeding tickets and the property assessments. Wow. So, uh, so I have this uh, hand colored uh, kind of vintage postcard from the New Orleans courthouse there. That's where's that at? Well, that's that's I think the federal court. Oh, okay, there. yeah, that's not the one on Tulane. No, no, it? no, no, it's not. It's oh, but, uh, that's that like looks the, yeah, that looks like the one downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's okay, a beautiful old. Well, you'd rather be tried postcard. in federal court, Renee. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, the system is better. Yeah, uh, exactly. And, and then he also uh, sent. Uh, he said, uh, "Also, here's some lurid old zines that he had made, and some money for drinks." So then he has these two uh, handmade little folded uh, kind of magazine things, like maybe three by four inches. And uh, oh, and there's money. And there's uh, yeah, there's a, a a single bill in each one. Oh, for for us to uh, purchase some cocktails. Oh, so mine. New Speedway Boogie to Cumberland Blues. That sounds cool. Now, who is this person? This is a shout out to David Nealon. Thank oh, you, David. David? David's uh, oh, wow. going above and beyond to uh, demonstrate his love for the Trouble Men podcast. I love this. There's a picture of uh, Michael Vick and is that Meteron? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Who is that? That's hilarious. It's uh, no, it's, uh, that's uh, uh, Bur- um, uh, the the Swindler. The oh, oh Madoff. Madoff. Bernie Madoff. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you, man. This is great. Well, I got to look at these under better light because right, we're, right. we're in a fucking dungeon right, right. now. Well, look, at mine, mine has, uh, is cod piece and has some, uh, some like the Elizabeth Taylor photo. Oh, in the yeah. Front. And there's uh, oh, Lauren Bacall, man. I love Lauren Bacall. And then the inside has, uh, it's, it's very cute, uh, like hand-folded and, and, and cut. It's a little art piece there. Well, this I love is, that. This is a stocking stuffer. Dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this oh, yeah. is fabulous. Oh, man, there's Gregory Peck. Uh-huh. Who apparently, you know, people don't know this, Gregory Peck had one of the biggest penises in Hollywood. Huh, really? Bigger than uh, Uncle Melty? Uh, well... Probably not, but, no, but no, rivaling it. No. In, in, in Uncle Milty had Louisville Slugger written on his penis. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, no. Uh, but thank you very much. That's shout, a great gift, Shout man. out to David Nealon. Yes, thank you, David. Yeah, the, the postcard is amazing. I love that postcard, man. I spent a lot of time at Hollywood Park in my youth. Yeah, it's with, a uh, horse you know, racing track? Well, because... Uh, 
I'm talking in my youth when I was like mm-hmm. eight, nine, oh, okay. twelve, thir- because my uncle had a box seat um, at Hollywood Park, and every during the summer at least he would take a, a bunch of us. During the you know school year, he would go on his own. But that's where I met uh, Mickey Rooney. Oh, really? Uh, uh, what's his name? Jack Klugman. No kidding. Yeah, uh, he was a de- all both degenerate gamblers. Yeah, they were there all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Mickey didn't care about losing, but Jack Klugman hated to lose. Yeah, he was he would throw his program down and curse and stuff like that. And that's where I saw, and this is in the seventies when Farrah Fawcett. Oh, we talked about her last yeah, week at yeah. Logan's Run. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was, uh, we saw her at the, and this is when Charlie's Angels was a big hit, and we saw her at the fairgrounds. I think she was with Lee Majors or somebody, I don't know who she was with, but she knew, she looked nothing like her poster. Hmm. Even me and my uncle, who was like, you know, 40 years older than me and going, we both said, that's Farrah Fawcett. You were saying, I remember you saying you, you, she looked scrawny in person, right? Yeah, she looked. Yeah, yeah well, she she's looked, a slight girl. You yeah, know? she looks slight, and yeah. uh, but she was a great talent. I love yes. Farrah Fawcett. Yeah, My yeah. brother had her poster. Sure. And I used to have to stare at it because we shared a room. Mm-hmm. I had a poster of uh, Jack Nicholson in Last Detail. Oh. That was my poster, and he had Farrah Fawcett, and uh, I never jerked off, but he did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know to which poster. I have right, no right, 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 right. Try not to pay attention. I haven't attention. spoken to him in years. So okay, I have no it's idea. probably better that way. Yeah. Anyway, what else is going? We're back. Well, uh, so yeah. If so the people want to keep giving, keep giving. There's T-shirts to buy. Yes, we. The have. holidays are here. They won't get there by Christmas, but maybe by New Year's Day. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. Maybe not then, but uh, they'll. They will arrive. You will get them. Yeah, you can just yeah. uh, take take a picture and show it to your loved one of what it's going to look like right. when, when it does arrive. And follow us on uh, social media, uh, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. and uh, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. Give us five stars. Cost you nothing. Helps us a lot. Um, let's see. Uh, everybody in the in the new year, uh, March and April, uh, the iguanas will be out on the road with uh, Sonny Landreth doing a co-build tour uh, late March into early April. And then once again, after uh, French Quarter Fest and Jazz Fest, we'll be out there again uh, May into uh, whatever comes after June. Yeah. Um, so it's funny how we were... During the break, the butthole surfers were here being played at the bar. Right. And it always reminds me of um, when I hear the butthole surfers. Back in like in the late 80s, I think, I went and saw the butthole surfers with Flea. Mm-hmm. And downtown L.A., some fucking warehouse, you know, downtowns always have these you know, pop-up clubs and stuff it's like Warehouses that. and Yeah, and, and uh, yeah. we went and saw the Butthole Surfers, and after the show, I just remember just drinking beer with Gibby and Flea, and Flea had this old, old, like, Cadillac that he was driving, and we all just laid on top of the hood and <laughs> kind of looked at the stars as oh, we nice. were drunk. And... And I met Gibby, and he was a nice guy. And then I never met, I never seen him again since. Yeah. Until 2001, when I moved to New Orleans, Mm -hmm. and I was working odd jobs, and I had that job at that market, that produce market, and I got on the streetcar, 
And who's on the streetcar next to me is Gibby from the Butthole Surfers. Really? And he looked exactly like he looked at on Flea's hood of his car. He was fucked up. He looked like he hadn't slept in like weeks. <laughs> and I said, I said, you don't remember me, but I met you that night in L.A. And he's like, good times. Kind of thing. <laughs> and he just got off the streetcar. He got off right around St. Charles and what do they call that? Uh, well, they call it Calliope here, but it's Calliope. Right, right. <laughs> he got off right there and just wandered. I don't know where he huh. was going. I don't think he knew where he was going. But that's okay. so. That's my butthole surfer story. All right. Maybe I'll bump into him again. I uh, played on this this festival in Rotterdam, Holland, one time. First time I went over there with uh, Doug Garrison and Alex Chilton, and it was this. Uh, can't think of what the festival is called, but uh, uh, Butthole Surfers played uh, later on in the evening after we did, and, and we went to see the band, and Gibby came out on stage uh, totally wrapped in gauze, <laughs> like a mummy, yeah. and the band is grinding away, um, uh, had that guy uh, Kramer playing bass in the band at the time. Okay. Um, you know that guy who was in Bong Water. I thought you, we talked about him before at some point. Yes. But, One uh, of my favorite bands, Bong Water. I love that band, yeah. yeah. And Magnuson. Uh, yeah, I had, I had, I had a I couple had their of their record. EPs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I had a couple of their Yeah, records. I still have a CD of theirs. But anyway, so, so it's uh, all these uh, Dutch people are there, Europeans, and the band is grinding away, and Gibby's spinning around in a circle, spinning, 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 and he's pulling... Uh, gauze away like <laughs> as he's spinning like a whirling dervish and Doug and I are really digging it watching this and, and but all the Europeans were getting very freaked out <laughs> it was really they, they were not a, they on. were not sure and, and it, it, it felt like it was so unsettling to them that it, they almost seemed like they were ready to riot not because they were mad at anything just because they were uh, getting very agitated by the whole thing but Anyway. So what happened? They uh, well, removed all the gauze. He, he, fi uh, he f by the end of the first tune, he'd pulled all the gauze off of himself, you know, and thrown it out. And uh, it, it was a it was a great uh, opening number. It really, uh, really lit the whole the whole thing up. That was a, it was a wonderful night there. I wonder why they were upset. I don't know. I think they just didn't know what to make of it. You know, they weren't weren't. Uh, it's like ripping a bandaid off. Right, right. It's uh, yeah. You gotta just do it in one sweep. Right, right. You know. But yeah, he's a good guy. I think they're still around, those butthole surfers. Yeah, I have no I think, idea. I think Gibby might live in Austin or something. Yeah, he's in Texas right, somewhere. Right, right. I, love, I love that guitar player, Paul. I can't remember what his last name is. Uh, Paul. Uh, I just love their... I, I had one terrific. of their records. And... Oh, God, I can't remember the name of the record. But anyway, there was that great opening to one of their songs where... where it's like spoken word, and they just rip into this like kind of uh, Ozzy Osbourne riff. But anything is like I don't know, I can't remember. But let's move on. Let's yes. get away from yeah, yeah, buttholes. Yeah. Right, right, right. To well, well. Speak, <laughs> speaking of nightclubs, so yeah. I, I don't know if you heard about this this uh, thing where this club on uh, Ferret Street, Gasa Gasa, closed down. You probably never went there. No, I didn't went there. Um, but I, my daughter went there. Okay. It was a cool club, a uh, uh, nice size. Um, uh, they would get some out-of-town rock acts that wouldn't play anywhere else, you know, like 
uh, yeah, not- it was a, it was also a club for the under twenty one to go to for certain gigs, wasn't it? I, I think it for a certain period of time it was uh, several years. It was that's it, why my daughter went there. Okay, yeah. and I think they had something uh, like somebody said they they had the lock on the under eighteen crowd, right? At that time, because they're one of the only places that would would have those shows. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, I guess, uh, I'm not sure if it changed management or ownership, but for the last few years, I think it's been 21 and above. Uh, so they closed down because uh, they, they you know, weren't doing good enough business. Now, when they, they, after the fact, they said it wasn't because they had for lack of patrons. They had lack of people buying drinks. Oh. And I thought, well, there you go. You know, there's this new new sobriety that's being pushed, you know. Uh, you know, you don't need to drink to have fun. And, you know, you can just go out there and have fun anyway. Well, you know, if you're drinking water, drinking Cokes, the bar's not making any money. Right. And, you know, that's so, so like everything else, uh, many of these things have unintended consequences. So... You know, sober up if you want, but you may be putting a, uh, a music club out of business. <laughs> well, I also think that location's kind of hard. It, it is It is a tough location, it's yeah. A it's a tough location. There's nothing else around there. There's no reason to go by there unless you're going well, directly nothing, to that place. Well, there's just nothing but little tchotchke shops and some food places. And the parking's horrible in that it's, neighborhood. It's, parking is tough, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that could be it, you know, uh... If you're not making money at the bar, then charge a cover. Then I guess. Well, I mean they yeah. were, but uh, anyway, it's a, the, that's that's the the bar is a component to it. That because because the the bands often get the door, but the bar gets gets the drink. Well, yeah, 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 so yeah, exactly. Keep, keeps them in business. Well, you know they'll they'll be back. I'm sure well, it's a good space. I, I've never been there, but my daughter tells me it's a pretty good space. And yeah, uh, I played there a number of times. I think uh, uh, my wife and Scott Ploche went to see uh, like Robin Hitchcock there you know it's a kind of act that uh, I think that was packed yeah for that, I just but, think uh, it's it's not a good location for a for a place like that that's what it comes down to it's location 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 uh, I hope they do well but it's isn't it right next to a Domino's pizza or something like it's, it's in that block yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like it's like you know uh, you know you I don't know anyway so it's the year in review Sure. And we've got a lot to cover. Oh, okay. What you got? I got a lot to cover here. Okay, let's get well, into this, it. Well, this... Okay. First, I want to start off by saying 2023 sucked. Okay. I agree. Okay. <laughs> I would much la- rather have the pandemic back. Sure. I would love to have the pandemic back. Well, I'm not going to go that far, but... Uh, and, okay. uh, uh, there was no major hurricanes. No. It no. was a brutally hot summer, but not one fucking huge hurricane. Mm, thankfully. And I wanted that. I wanted to get out of town for a while. Mm. You know, any any reason. And then and then what happened was in twenty twenty three, we dropped out of first place in murders. We did. We dropped out of first place in murders, which still fucking freaks me out. You know, we were number one. We had for a good so run for a little yeah, while we had, yeah. a few years ago, but yeah, you know, no, nothing lasts um, forever, Manny. And then, uh, okay, wait a minute. The other thing that I realized in 2023 is that uh, I can't enjoy going to the th- movie theater anymore because of you. 
<laughs> and I think I brought this up before. Yes, because you're obsessed with uh, the well, fact that I will eat uh, yeah. leftover popcorn. Yeah, I, so I can't go to the movies okay. anymore. I'm really in your head. Yeah, man. and the other thing that happened in 2023, which I don't know if it's a good or bad thing. I think it's a good thing. Uh, I only had three days of sobriety. Out of 365 days, I was only sober for three. Okay, so Gasa Gasa's closing cannot be pinned on you. No, 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 no. You're no, holding no, up no, your end no, of the bar. I'm holding up. And uh, uh you know, so and then this is the worst thing about 2023 is that Taylor Swift is named Person of the Year. Did okay. you hear this? Uh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. A while, uh, you yeah. know, joining the ranks of Hitler and Stalin and yeah, uh, uh, and I Olivia thought, well, where, where is this? It, on Whore Island, is she is person <laughs> of the year on Whore Island? I mean, I don't, I couldn't even tell you what song she sings. Yeah, no. You know, I, I all I know, I, she's banging an NFL player, which she'll write tons of tunes about. You know, like he. Uh, he left me on the goal line or stuff like that. I don't know. Okay. I have no we'll, idea. We'll have to stay tuned yeah, for that. Yeah, we'll have to stay tuned for that. And uh, um, the other thing is, um, the last thing about this, uh, what I remember about this year, and every year, is that, uh, that uh, this year shows us all that as always, religion is to blame for all the Ill, evils of the world. And I, I truly believe that. Religion is the cause for every evil in this world. Okay. So uh, that's my wrap-up of 2020. And also, I still haven't made a dime from this show. Sure, sure, you sure. Know, so well, that's you, another you, thing. You got a crisp $10 bill Yeah, I got a $10 from, uh, bill, yeah. David Nealon, so, so I will uh, go buy some Flocka with it. Okay, there you go. Because <laughs> I love Flocka. I know you do, man. I love my Flocka, man. I know you do. So that's my 2020, uh, 2023 review. Okay. I probably have more. I just can't see under this light. And my eyes are bad. Right, I might yeah. have to uh, uh, to re up I'm on the batteries. Really there. old, uh, you know. Uh, but anyway, uh, a lot of other things happen. You know, our, that guy Santos finally got ousted. Right, you know, right, right. And you know, and he says, "Well, I lied on my resume," which I I could say, you know, who hasn't? He's only like the the fifth uh, uh, congressperson to be expelled in the history of Congress, and, and yeah. three of them were uh, were expelled because they joined the Confederacy. <laughs> so <laughs> there was only only one other guy who was not an actual uh, insurrectionist or, or well, had not taken up arms. But uh, this against guy the, used money for like plastic surgery and all that kind of stuff. Oh, he was he a weirdo. Still didn't for sure. look that good. Yeah, no, he's a weirdo. Well, <laughs> no, you know, like a lot of people. They, they, you know, it's 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 a fool's errand. You know, it's like anybody doing plastic surgery. Now, my wife says, well, when it's done well, you don't notice, and it and it looks good. Eventually, I, you're gonna notice. <laughs> eventually, you're gonna notice it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a price to be paid. There, this is a zero sum game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, speaking of uh, lack of of. Uh, of plastic surgery. Have you seen uh, Jodie Foster is in a new uh, film? Oh, about the swimmer? Uh, there, that's one, yeah. Oh, uh, no. Diana Nyad, is that her name? Yeah, uh, with uh, uh, Warren Beatty's wife. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Annette Benning. Annette Benning. Right. She and decides then, to swim from Cuba to Florida. Or right, right, like right. That. Now, there's another one that, that uh, Jodie Foster's in as well. And, and I'm looking at Jodie Foster, and, you know, she's about our age, and she looks it. But 
uh, and in the, the, the photographs I've seen, she doesn't even hardly have any makeup on. You know, she looks like an older person, but she doesn't look like a, uh, a marionette. You know, because she hasn't had the plastic surgery. So, well, yeah. You know, a, a, a person aging in a natural fashion, I'm totally fine with. Yeah. You know, so uh, what do you think? Have you seen uh, any of those uh, photographs? No, of, um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, she's a fine actress. I've always yeah, yeah. been a fan of hers. You remember this this movie she was in? I think Martin Sheen was, was the, uh, I think it was called The Little Girl Who Lives Down the Lane. Oh, you're going way back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. way back. She's yeah. maybe like 12 or something in this movie, and it, the story is... Uh, she's a, a, a single father, you know, raising a girl. The the father is ill. He dies, but he makes provisions so that she can live on her own. Right. Yeah. And she's living there in the house on her own, pretending that her father's still alive. Right. Meanwhile, the creepy pervert Martin <laughs> Sheen is snooping around, and he uh, he starts connecting the dots, and he starts. Going well, where's your dad? And showing up, and you remember that movie? I do remember it's that a movie. good one, right? I do. Yeah, it's a very good film from the early '70s. Right, right. But you also here the greatest thing about Jodie Foster is when I saw this interview, it was a 25th anniversary of Taxi Driver, and yeah, Jodie Foster, De Niro, Scorsese, Sybil Shepherd, um, Harvey Keitel were all being interviewed at the same time. And Albert Brooks also in that uh, movie. Yeah, he was there, but he wasn't there. He <laughs> sure, wasn't sure, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was too busy making uh, whatever he was making. Defending and your he, life. Yeah, right. def well, no. He was probably doing... What was that movie where the robots followed him? Um, <laughs> anyway, um, they asked her how she felt being such a young kid working with De Niro, Keitel, Scorsese. And she said, and this is so true, she goes, I'd been acting since I was four. Right. Yeah, these guys didn't... These guys weren't impressing me at all. Yeah, you know, these guys were waiting tables when I was acting at four years old. <laughs> when I was the son, the 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 the, uh, the copper tone baby. Right, right, right. She yeah, was a yeah. copper tone baby. I, I was going to say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and so she was like, uh, "These guys didn't impress me at all. It was right work on. to me. It was just work." Yeah, you she's know? a consummate professional. Yeah, you she's know? a consummate pro. Um, I love Jodie Foster. There's, you know, there's Hollywood stories that we always talk about, especially growing up in L.A. You know, you got the Richard Gere uh, gerbil story, uh -huh. but there's this famous story which no one can prove is right, where um, Jodie Foster and um, the girl from Top Gun, who played mm. Maverick's love interest, yeah, I never saw, and that Whitney movie. Houston were in a love triangle. Oh, okay. They were in a love triangle, and the, the legend on. goes, like the urban legend goes, is that. Uh, uh, Kelly McGillis, that was her Oh, okay, name. I was yeah. never going to come up with yeah, that. Yeah, Kelly McGillis uh, is banging on Jody's Hollywood home door because she knows Whitney's in there. Ooh. And it's a it's it's an urban legend. But sexy it, little story. Yeah, though. you know, and I would have loved to have seen that. Sure. Triangle. Sh sure. I would have, <laughs> Anyway, so uh, we love Jodie Foster. Yes. We love we love Whitney Houston and Kelly McGinnis. Yeah, she's a good chick too. Anyway, uh, where were we? <laughs> oh, we're just uh, you know chit chatting about this and that. Now, uh, uh, in the coming year, I think I think the Olympics are this year. Is that 
Is that right? The the uh, probably coming up next the, the, summer, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're they're in Paris. Yes, the so, Paris game. So I, I saw this uh, Summer Olympics. Summer Olympics. Yeah, yeah. I saw this uh, news item. You know there's I'm not sure if you're aware that that there has been a, a bed bug uh, explosion yeah, in, in Europe, yeah. In Europe, yeah. and really worldwide, but yeah. you know, mostly like Europe, London, um, you know, some well, other places. Oh, what do I always say? Right, Those right. Those people don't bathe. Right. Well, I don't think the you, bathing doesn't get rid of bed bugs. It's a different sort of infestation. But so there, there's a big concern that uh, you know all the visitors, the athletes are going to go to Paris next summer, yeah. and it will will uh, foster uh, a, a worldwide spread of these bed bugs. You know, they're, yeah, they're gonna, everybody's going to get infected, and uh, I even see. You know, like I travel a lot and I stay in a lot of hotels and, and uh, you know, I stay in nice hotels, but price of the hotel doesn't guarantee that you're not going to have bed bugs because rich people have luggage and, you know, the bugs don't know how much, what your, what your fucking income is. So, you know, I guess there's a, there's a, a big fear that, you know, you, you bring your luggage in someplace, you put it on the ground, yeah. it sits there on the carpet while you're, the lights are off, you're sleeping, you're doing whatever you're doing. Uh, the bed bugs are crawling into your luggage. Then you close it all up and you take it back home, open it in your house. Now, now you have bed bugs. It's terrifying. <laughs> All right, well, I'm not, I don't really watch the Olympics much. I'm not a big fan of the Olympics. So, Now, how uh, about bed bugs? Are you, uh, are you a fan of bed bugs? Uh, no, I'm, I've never been a fan of bed bugs. Sure, uh, me either. Uh, what was that? There was a guy named, uh, oh, yeah, there was a guy, uh, a mobster named Bedbug Eddie. Hmm, really? Yeah, mobster. Um, he's famous in New York City. But, um, so, yeah, well, that's something the French are going to have to deal with. The IOC the International Olympic Committee, mm-hmm. which is one of the most crooked... Yeah, corrupt, totally corrupt. corrupt. Right, right. ...sports organizations besides uh, FIFA. Right. You know. <laughs> the the uh, soccer... Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, so let them deal with that. And, you know, if, if you're going to go and try to win a fucking gold medal that's worth like 80 bucks, go for it. You know, deal with the fucking uh, bed bugs and... Uh, but remember when they had those uh, winter games in Sochi, Russia, Sochi, Russia, right, right, um, right, where it was pathetic. I mean, they had like, um, like for the fans who were going to all these venues, like the men's and women's rooms were like open. There were no doors. <laughs> there were no doors. <laughs> so you had to like take a crap in front of tons of people, you know, so... Fuck the Olympics, man. And you know what the thing is? I think LA's getting the Olympics in uh, 2028 or something like that. Hmm. Los Angeles, our America is. So we'll see how that works out. If we last that long. Yeah, if we I, I could, you know, I could care less about the Olympics. Fuck the Olympics. I've never liked the Olympics. Yeah, I'm more concerned with the bed bugs than the Olympics, <laughs> well, frankly. But well, uh, you know. <laughs> Well, uh, you could uh, uh, do what my first girlfriend used to do when we were sleeping together. She would just wrap herself in towels. Okay, I thought you were going to say saran wrap. And just just cut a hole during the towel. Okay. (laughs) And then she'd say, lay on top of me.
Nice, nice. That's romantic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, very romantic. Uh, uh, she was a good chick. Nice. Forget her name. I have no idea what her sure. name well, there is. There have been so many. Who, There's been tons of women. Can... That's another thing about the uh, year in review. Mm-hmm. I'm up to like 480. Wow. Yeah, 480 women. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, well, Manny, uh, I think we've, uh, we're, we're good, right? Uh, sure, Renee. Whatever you want to say, we're well, good. Uh, well, you got a, you, you got something else. Uh, some well, closing, no, I, I woke notes. up. I, okay. I just have one thing before sure, I, yeah, we yeah. sign off. Right, I woke right. up screaming uh, about four, about three weeks ago. I woke up around four a.m. and I came, I, and this line came into my head, hmm. and I don't know what it means, but it just came into my head. It says. All my principles have always been built on resentments. I don't know what that means, but it came into my head. I buy that, man. That that's yeah. seems sound to me. Yeah, so take that, troubled nation. Right on, right go on. Go to bed with that, and Happy New Year. And happy Merry, New Year. And, uh, Merry Hanukkah, and uh, Happy right, Christmas, and, and, uh, and light a candle. Right. Makes you know, light a match, especially when you're <laughs> light a match for <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Especially when you're you smell you know, better. Yeah, you smell and, better. Uh, yeah. yeah, and then pray for yourselves. And, yeah, uh, so good luck with the new year for all you people because you're gonna need it. Yep. All right, so I think we're done. We got a show. That's a show. That's and a podcast, d- man. Yeah. Once again, another year in the books, man. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank uh, you. said it couldn't be done, but yeah, uh, here we I proved know, him wrong I once know. again. And as always, on the Trouble Men podcast, we like to say, trouble never ends. But we continue to struggle. Good night. Good night. Thank you.